Hello and welcome to Patch. I'm your host Paul James and today I'm Whoa. joined by three very special guests. Sean Nichols from Player 2, Brian Betson, Pop Culturist, Dylan Blight, Explosion Network. We've got a com uh, we've got competing PlayStation podcasts here. Again. Fight to the death. It seems to happen a lot. I didn't man. get told what we're doing, but I feel Me like either. that's what it is. Like, I didn't know that either. It's, just, so. it's developed that way over the course of the weekend. <laughs> just, as it's happened, it's like you guys got to fight now. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> So we're doing a series of these uh, patched episodes over the course of this week, essentially just grabbing a whole bunch of different people as they come through packs and talking about what we've been playing, what we've been enjoying, what we've been doing. Who wants to get the ball rolling? Um, who's got the Who's got the most impressive? Allegedly, this is your first like video work, so you, you can <laughs> oh, start. Yes, yes. Uh, so we'll yes. throw him in the deep end. Yes, throw him in the deep end. Um, all right. So, um, okay, mind blank. Uh, Lost in Shadow. Uh, well, that's so one of the indie games. It's one of the indie games that I look at. Um, it's one of those games that it's... The premise is really interesting. So you're a cat burglar, you go in, get in, steal stuff, get out. But, while they're not at that stage yet, what the developers plan to do is, unlike in every major video game where you see someone sees you doing something, whether it be stealing, killing, you run, you hide, 10 seconds later, they're back to normal and just wandering around as though nothing ever happened. The guards like every game, Assassin's Creed game ever made. Exactly. Even in, oh, they've, they've moved on. Whatever. Even he sat that on that chair. Oh. Even in Hitman yesterday when I was watching the playthrough of that, it was the exact same thing. They come, they look around. Oh yeah, nothing's here. Boom, off they go. In this game, what they want to actually have is that if you're spotted, that guard will tell people. So you're going to have a cascading effect where the more you're spotted, the more it's, you're going to be known about, and therefore it'll get to the point that everybody is actively looking for you. So it's not a matter of hide and reset. And um, I was asking, like, oh, you know, so the usual hiding things, like hiding in a cabinet or whatever, they're like, uh, is that going to be how you avoid them? They'll be like, no. Once these guys come in and start searching, they'll go through everything to search for you. That's pretty cool. That's stealth going a little bit further. It is, it is. And there's zero combat in it whatsoever. It's, so if you get Oh, so caught, you get busted, that's it? You get busted, that's it. No no escape at all. Is it like, I like how thinking there's a pop hunt or whatever from Gary's mod. Do you play that? Do you say that? You play, you, you go into the game and one person gets uh, put as an inanimate object, like a broom. Oh. Like all, any kind of random crap, and you can move yourself around in that. And then most of the time when people play the game, they're just like, I'm a broom, and they just go find a bunch of other broom and just sit in the corner. <laughs> and then everyone else runs around um, <laughs> as like human characters or whatever, and all you gotta do is find the mod, uh, find the inanimate object. Which is, I always found a lot more fun than the Assassin's Creed <laughs> route, because all the time, it's hilarious. The person in the room just sits You're there, a mob. 10, 15 it's, minutes, it's, it's kind of like, spot, done. It's kind of like, <laughs> like, like how Prey does it with the mimics. Yeah, like yeah, you walk in, yeah, you're like, yeah. something in this room is weird, and I know yeah. what it is, and then it's actual person. It's very cool. Because Assassin's Creed had the, of course, it's about killing the target, whereas all these other things are more about just finding, I guess. Hide, hide and seek more than mm. assassinating, so I spoke to the guy yesterday and he, he basically turned it around to us. He goes, we're just taking feedback from anyone and everyone, so if the game goes wrong, it's your fault. All right. Hey, don't, Thanks, put, mate. don't put that on me. <laughs> so that, that was one hell of a pitch. He goes, yeah, if this, if this game's shit, it's <laughs> the fans' fault. That, that's one way to look at it. So you can choose to use or lose their feedback, but all right. And I'm sure that's probably what they're doing, and he's just talking shit. Now I know how old devs treat early access games. Good. <laughs> <laughs> It's on you, mate. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure he was exaggerating a little bit, but he was pretty forthright about the whole thing. Anything else that took your fancy? Uh, Church in the Darkness. 
Oh, you've really been smashing indies. I don't know that one. Yeah. Have you played that? Um, no, I haven't played that. Published by Fellow Traveller. Again, just by chance, it's another stealth, it's a stealth infiltration one. Uh, short version is your nephew has been living in a cult in South America and you're infiltrating to try and find him and I suppose get him back out. Um, but what really makes it interesting is that there's varying levels on what the actual cult will be like. Um, so you might have one playthrough where you go in and they're literally like peace-loving hippies that are, you know, all lovey-dovey, everything's actually working as, you know, socialism intended. Um, but you play another playthrough and you will find that they are on the extreme end of, the leaders will be on the extreme end of the cult life. Um, like for example, I have, I did two different playthroughs. One of them, I got into a firefight, killed about five or six guys before they captured me. They threw me in the cage, left me in there, walked away. Cool, broke straight out of the cage, off I go. Second playthrough, got spotted, ended up killing two guys, got captured, chucked in the cage, think, all right, cool, here we go, I'll just break out again. The leader goes, are oh, you gonna pay for what you've done to my people? Bang, shoots me dead, game over then and there. So it's, it's... The consequence thing. Yeah, it's, it's, whether it's a matter of, on that playthrough, I got one of the more aggressive versions of the cult, or it was a matter of the game putting two and two together, like, you know, I'd killed two people, then being captured straight away, Whereas the other time, I'd killed about four or five people, got away, hid for, managed to hide for a little bit more, and then got got captured because I had no ammo and nothing. Um, so whether it was a, a direct correlation or not, I'm not sure. But it, yeah, apparently it goes the whole spectrum of basically, you know, evil to people. Sweet. I've heard there's a fair few stealth games actually on the floor today, and you add uh, Hitman to it and those sort of things as well. But you normally a big stealth guy, or Not normally just... I, I just go for whatever whatever takes my fancy. But I do really like the narrative-driven games. Um, but Lawson's uh, Lawson's Shadow was one that I just stumbled across this morning. I thought, oh yeah, I'll have a look, and then found out all the info about it. But the Church of the Darkness, I actually was reading up on that before I came here, and it was. From the, from the trailers and the story of it, even my wife who was watching is like, you know, I'd actually play that because it seems interesting. Alright. Um, so yeah, Not, it's just it just happens that they're both, those two games are both stealth-based. Stealth game of show? Got one? Game of show. Or um, a game of packs, I guess. Game of packs. Um, I'm gonna go with Hitman 2. Alright, so the big one still, still I don't have the a game. big thing for self games. Hit me, yeah. <laughs> two, three, yeah. the best. No, not to call you out. But no, yeah. I no, think you're alive. <laughs> Damn. Uh, look, no, it's more, but you don't have to go stealth in Hitman. That's you true. Can, but did yeah, you when true. you played it though? When I played it, I was more <laughs> 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 I was trying to add it. <laughs> can you really be stealthy in a giant pink flamingo suit? Well. Thank you for go. Ask the person. So if you pretend to be a flamingo. So you didn't answer my question. <laughs> Did you stealth it up? Can I plead the fifth? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is, it, is it too late to walk out of this video? No, not necessarily. <laughs> not very stealthy with your lines. <laughs> <laughs> Which way are we going? No matter, man, you take pick.
Betson. Fine. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I've, I've played mostly with the big dogs. Um, I've not done much indie stuff. Uh, just not really my wheelhouse. But, but, uh, but why is Harvest Hands your game of uh, <laughs> No, I went, been there yet? I went and checked it out for a couple of minutes and I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Ride and the big sucker for Harvest Moon. Yeah, I'm a big far, sucker farming for Farming Sims. Sims so. I've played that so many times. Yeah, it looked like, it's like, the farming part got me through the door, but now I've got, it's trying to get me in the house now. And I'm like, looking at it, I'm like, you're not quite getting me in the house. You just haven't quite jumped in the bed with them yet. Yeah, that's it. I'm like, I want to start smooching, but then I'm not quite there yet. Um, but yeah, so I'll go back and give that a bit more time. Uh, no, I've spent a lot of uh, time, as expected, around PlayStation. Uh, I spent some time with Dreams. I uh, went to Days Gone twice. Now, one to try the story mode, one to try the horde mode. Um, Resident Evil I spent some time with yesterday, which looks awesome. It was really, really cool. Could you give Tat the cat a tap on the shoulder and just jump the queue? <laughs> okay, yeah, I did actually. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> but I had a booking a couple of days ago. She's like, hey, when do you want to play? I'm like, I don't know, give me a time. She's like, 11 o'clock? I'm like, yeah, done. done. Um, went in there and uh, had to spend time with that. It's cool, it's got the... The way I'm... The easiest way to explain it, because not, I'm not someone that's had a long time like connection with Resident Evil, so in terms of its story, I couldn't tell you whether it matches what Resident Evil 2 was. As far as I know, and how I feel about it, it's got the polish of seven with the with the feel of four, like the over the shoulder, but not quite tank controls. Digging it, really digging it, and it's like, it's just bloody as hell. It's really good. I saw some dude get chopped in half by a shuttered door. That was pretty cool. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, yeah, and I spent time with Nintendo as well, a bit of, uh, Pokemans. Smash. Yeah, Dylan spent a bit more time with Smash. Other Dylan, other Dylan. Um, because, yeah, I, I've, already, I've already spent some time with Smash. To me, it'd be more Smash until it comes out, so, uh, yeah. So, Resident Evil's the big one for you? That's the, what Res stole the show? You got... It was probably the one that I had like okay expectations for and I came up going that's really good and I, I want to spend some time with it. Um, but the one, as I said, it, it's uh, an episode of Dash Culture, which we're all on anyway. Uh, the, big thing, the big thing for me was dreams uh, yep. and how I came in and going, I have no idea what, like, the, the thing to me, like, I don't know how this game plays. And the big thing is, I've, I've had to rethink how I approach this game because it's kind of not a game. They're development tools. They're, yeah, it's with, about, a, it's with a pretty UI. Yeah, it's a it's a nice way to mush a bunch a bunch of uh, dev stuff together and make make cool shit out of it. Like, although it's not entirely my wheelhouse because I'm I'm not a very artistically inclined in that sense, but I can't wait to see what comes out of it. Yeah, so, I don't really think it's. I don't really think Dreams could have a Little Big Planet is that big of a difference. I think the major difference exactly, yeah. is that like Little Big Planet and Dreams are both designed very similar. They were both designed around Play Crate Share, the whole world. But Little Big Planet from day one had cute mascot, here are our levels, cute mascot. Yeah, and you don't have Sackboy. Yeah, yeah. You were talking about cute mascots, let's go. Cute mascots. Yeah, Little Big Planet had a cute, cute mascot, so marketing, what people focus on, there is levels, there is some sort of design for you to be able to play through. And then Dreams, I think they just spent so much time focusing on creating the levels, the actual engine, all that sort of stuff. I don't think they started creating the actual, what would be the campaign levels still. Yeah, no, I, the end of the development. I agree. I think the campaign is essentially just going to be a giant tutorial on yeah. on how to build shit. Yeah. Like, in, I guess sort of in the in the same way that uh, Little Big Planet was. It's kind of like he's it's built on a series of uh, creations. But that, we're playing Little Big Planet recently at work, and um, there is a bit more of a story focus there rather yeah. than sort of showcasing. But it had boss. It had. 
like people getting captured. Like there's some mm. sort of story in it that, that whatever that character was that talked to you all the time. But I suppose the thing is, all the dreams are walls are created in dreams, right? Yeah. How do you make the campaign until you finish the tools? The tools. And yet they're still adding tools. Yeah. So it's, and it's a to weird sort of cycle. Before there's it's like the complete opposite way you'd ever try to go about it, I guess. But yeah, but that's the big problem as you mentioned, like when you said the, the, with the focus, like with Little Big Planet, regardless of whatever the game was, you could focus on Sackboy and like that's your marketing tool. Right now it's this elusive cloud of unthink. Who knows what? Yeah, so without, without having to be able to pinpoint it onto something, um, it really is changing how they sell it. But it is certainly one of those things that you don't understand it till you've got it in your hands. Like I, up, and, up until yesterday afternoon oh, when yeah, I touched no it, like, I, I, was, I was pretty poo-poo on it. Like cool, I can create games, but how, what, yeah. why? Dylan, what have you been playing, man? Hey, excuse me, excuse me. <laughs> hey, excuse me. Can you just like move back just a little? I mean, if you don't mind. You scolded Pajo. You scolded Pajo. It's alright. So, let's keep going. You did. Like, you wanted us, so we keep looking. Like, it's quiet. <laughs> Go for it. What have you been um, playing? What have you enjoyed? I got my list. I got my list. Okay. Get back into it. Oh, sorry. Oh, he touched my ass once. Let's let's just. Um, loved it. Scout timer. Really cool. I'm just going to go down. Oh, so oh, I played that earlier with Buddy. It was yeah. dope. So I feel like if I don't play Scouts on it, Buddy will come along and uh, kill me. I, I, I was here about 10 minutes and Buddy's like, hey, come on. And let's I'm like, go, oh, let's all go. Right. Took you by the hand. And yeah. So if you don't know what Scouts on is, it's basically overcooked but with camping. I mean, that's oh, a that simplistic way to sell it. I think it has a lot of problems though, which obviously could be fixed. It's like, level starts, you've got a backpack. Or camping here or whatever, and you walk over and place it, and you hold down a button, and all the items kind of spew out everywhere. There's no inventory, like they don't get sucked into you in some sort of form or fashion, and you can like cycle through the items. And because there's four different players and we're always playing it, there's just all of a sudden items everywhere. It's like where it's very confusing. What am I doing? It's just I feel like it would play a lot easier and be a lot easier to see what you're doing if the items were actually. Yeah, put it yeah, into that's like my biggest complaint, but overall the gameplay seems obviously the same as Overcooked, as long as there's different varying levels of stuff. Because at the moment there's ghosts that attack you and can kill you, but it's like what is beyond just, oh there's ghosts that can kill you. That, I, don't, I don't see that lasting 20, 30 levels or whatever. Yeah, and no, I certainly agree. Like if I didn't have Buddy there at all, I'd be like, hey, do this. Like I just, once that shit spews everywhere and it's You're like, like, what the hell am I doing? what's the next step? <laughs> yeah. Like you got, got the list in the corner of how to do uh, what uh, you know what you need to build, but you know there's uh, I guess when the game drops, you hopefully be some sort of tutorial that says do this, do this, do this, do this, or this is what this does, this is what that does. But it just felt like absolute chaos for a minute. Yeah, 100% agree. Um, Soundfall is another one really cool. That I would like to play in a more enclosed fashion of sorts, I guess, because um, it's all about rhythm and it's like a twin stick slash you've got some sort of is that the one where the platforming kind of syncs up with the actual music itself yeah yeah so it's basically the musical levels levels from rayman legends uh in, no, principle, no, in principle it's like so you, yeah you, you attack and you're supposed to slash or, or shoot and your weapon will do more damage if you're hitting it right on the mark with the music except yeah, for okay. we can play with headphones which meant i couldn't get like in tune with the and I, obviously it's all about high scores and, that, and it has co-op so you can play with two people and sit there and have a great time but, and of course music rhythm game music was uh, watching there's watching people in front of us everyone was sitting there people had the people that got the headphones up sitting there going, and there was one guy <laughs> that headphones to sit there i was watching switch so, I mean, it's, it's, it. it's, yeah. it's good times. <laughs> it's, have, you, have you tried that song? Because that was another one in the Indies pod. I'll tell that. 
Shout out to Goose Game. I don't feel there's too much to say. If you watch the trailer, it's, I mean, it's, it's Untitled that. Goose Game. You, you press a button, press part of the feature, put, press a button, goose wings go up, and you sit there like, what, mate? What, <laughs> what, mate? What do you want to do? So that was great. Uh, and a couple things I checked out today also that I really like. Tetris effect. If you like Tetris, it's Tetris. You play it in VR. It's way more um, of an engrossing experience, I suppose, because you've blocked off all your other senses. Headphones weren't loud enough. I really want to like, because the soundtrack's really great, I would like to pump the music and be able to really be in the zone. I got a Tetris list and I felt really good and then everything went to shit after that, but it's fine, it's fine. Uh, and then a couple of things, these stand out because they were from today, but we played uh, Boomerang Foo, which was really cool before. There's like a four player, very quick uh, couch co-op game where really cute characters. I think the art design is one of the same people that worked on Adventure. Uh, not the TV show, but that game called Giraffe, right? Oh, it, uh, the Adventure Pals. Yeah, yeah, so it's like exactly the same sort Which of Which is art. here on the show floor as well, despite the fact it's already out. It's amazing. It's already out, it's amazing. One of the best games of you as far as I'm concerned. Um, same good art style. Too. Quick, <laughs> good point. It is. Yeah, get on that PlayStation board. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh. It's good. <laughs> uh, really great art style, and then it's like four player, very quick levels, um, and you go to the best of like 10 kills, I suppose, is what it is. So you can bounce around, you can slash, and everyone has like a boomerang they can throw. And then you're basically jumping constantly because of the way it controls. So yeah. you're hopping around the real cute characters on like a square and just try to kill each other. And because it's all like very fast, next level loads in, go for it. First person 10 kills wins. So I can see that being really yeah, And the art style kind of sells it because it's really hectic and sort of like because you get chopped in half and bits, but on its fruit. So that's, that was a cool thing. And then I think the fa my favorite thing I've played today is Fledging Heroes, which has got really cute birds. And it's basically like, I don't know how you describe the game type, but it's like one of those ones where you press a button or tap the button to keep like the thing afloat, and then you, if you release the button, they start falling. Like, so it's tiny wings. Yeah. Remember there was all those games back in the day on PC where everyone started making them from like mouse clicks, hold down the mouse, it's having yeah. the mouse to go up and up and down and all sorts of things. That was great, that's coming to Switch and like iOS and Android and stuff like that. And art style kind of sold me. Also, I got a, I beat the boss and apparently was the first person to do it and yeah. I did the whole thing and I was like, yeah, pro gamer. Yeah, <laughs> tell me I'm not a gamer because I play Red Dead. Uh, <laughs> um, and then I played uh, Alluri just before, which has a really great art style. They admit it's in, inspired by or in the Black Forest. Um, had some problems with the control, like it's got a like there's orbs in the sky that you can grapple onto and that's why it's supposed to control. But for some reason you're supposed to aim with the left analog stick, which is the same thing with controlling your character with, where it yeah. would have made more sense if there was you're aiming with the right analog stick for your grappling, I suppose, which yeah, made it okay. really odd, but it's tiny fixes, feedback that makes that switch. Yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll can fix that sitting up. A lot better. But yeah, a lot of indie stuff. I played some of the big games as well, Dreams obviously I love, but I think the best thing about packs is Discovering the, yeah, discovering the smaller stuff mm. more than big stuff. I know yeah, what those, those sort of things escape you. You get big press releases for Resident Evil, exactly. or Dreams, or like Pan, or those sorts of things. But exactly, I do agree that is certainly true. But like when I had the, when we had, there was EB Expo as well. That was the event that I would use to get all the big guys out of the way, and I would spend the rest of the time here with the indies. Yeah, now with EB Expo non-existent, I'm like, well, I've got to balance the shit out. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. See, I still haven't really done the indies at all yet. Uh, and Friday, Friday was Friday was big for yeah. AAA. You've only got like what Saturday, four hours. Oh, I've already got a plan. That's all right. <laughs> uh, Friday was big for AAA. Saturday, I I did rage a couple of interviews, and then I went home deal oh, with other right, pieces. Rage, okay, rage. Um, and then a couple more interviews today, but I'm going to fit the indies in afterwards. I've got a couple of appointments for the later end of the day. So that's, such a that's what I'm going to do. Yeah, like, you're talking about all the ones you play. I'm talking about the ones you play. It's like. And there wasn't yeah. anything in so, common, and that's the yeah. that's, that's the true power of the indie space. They're willing to take those risks that the big guys weren't like. The true every power, he says. Look at him getting all. No, no, but no, but that's that's what that, <laughs> that's really what it is. Like even though I've gone and played a bunch of uh, big, you know, AAA games that I'm excited for, it's Resident Evil 
2. It's a remake of we an old game. Yeah, we know, know what it is. Days Gone, even though it's a new IP, is still something that we know. Like, it's it's built in other systems that we've known. Uh, everything else has been sequels. Yeah. And, like in, and the indie place is a really good way to see a bunch of cool different shit. Like, last night, uh, we I played that game about mowing down people with a lawnmower. Oh, I played that oh. That was yeah. awesome. From Dime Studios, yeah. <laughs> I just yeah. built around the idea of mowing down people. Like, Love it, love it. You're not going to see that in Hitman. You're not going to see that in Days Gone. You know, it's, it's awesome. Yeah. I think the thing with the big games on the point is that we, all of us, feel an obligation of a sort. Especially like we do PlayStation shows. I'm like, I, I have to. Like, I have yeah. to go over and play Days Gone, try and play as many PlayStation stuff as, as you can. But the thing is, I'm playing them. I already know what they are, but I'm just playing them to inform my own opinion, I guess. Yeah. Whereas with the indie games, it's actually you're discovering something new, and that's the, the big difference, I suppose. And yeah, being a big big console pleb, like a lot of those are on Steam and PC. So like. Switch. Yeah, well, that's the first question. Did you gang on me a Switch? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so like, they're like, oh, it's on Steam. I'm like, oh, I'm probably not going to play it. Don't you have a Steam box? No. Oh yeah. I probably. <laughs> and that's the big hurdle for me with more than being on with early access. I just kind of yeah. it's a barrier of entry for me. I have a PC. I just don't choose to play it. Talks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we are obviously near the back end of PAX, as you alluded to a moment ago. Is there anything for any of you that's still on the list that you want to go and knock off in these last few hours? Action. Oh, Ashen, a yeah. couple of times I've tried to get there and get a get a go, Too and, busy. you know, wait in the line, and then all of a sudden my watch is beeping, telling me oh, I've got to be somewhere to go and meet someone, and it's like, oh, okay, I was actually in the line for it again. Keep in mind, it is over at Xbox as well. I know, but they've got a mad line there, and I, I, I'm the sort of guy I don't want to just go. Is it for that? Oh, yeah. It's sort of in, confusing. No, it's a it's a huge line that sort of snakes around a bit, and I mean, no. Um, I can't remember what other game is actually there. I'm guessing that's the one that most people are playing because when I have walked past, Ashen has been sitting empty. No one's been touching it. But yeah, you've got Ori on one side, you've got DMC on the other. Also, DMC, King of Hearts. That's, there's King of Hearts it. in that Xbox one as well. Yeah, yeah. King of Hearts is there. Well, so I don't think it's the same demo at Square Enix, but whatever, it's something. Yeah, so I don't want to be that guy that just walks up and goes, oh yeah, I'm just gonna, I just want to jump on that empty console while these guys have all been standing around in line for hell. No, do it. Be that guy. What are they going to do? Use that power. Look at you. Grumpy eyes. What are they going to do? Say no and you line up in the line? Like, you're going to line up in the line anyway? Yeah. Take the shot. Uh, me, I, do this? Uh, Rage is one that I'm going to go, we need to go jump onto. You've got to go over the AMD. Yeah, that's, that. that should be, that should be sweet. Um, I don't know, I might, might do a little bit more of the indie side of things, but I've, I've pretty much jumped on everything that I've wanted to. Sweet. So far this weekend, which is great. Dylan? Uh, in a dream world, I play every indie. Which isn't gonna happen. So which ones are you gonna get to then with yeah, the last few hours? I just scroll up and down. And no, it's just, oh, oh, it's empty? Cool, so let's yeah, go try it. Um, bigger stuff I would love to rage as well. I think that's probably the biggest game that I would actually like, mm. like, like, really I'd like to try out. Yeah, apparently it's like, just like Doom type. Yeah, um, so I did my interview with Tim Willits, which you'll see Player 2 related sometime soon. Uh, and uh, Anna over there kind of teed up a, we'll, we'll call in advance and tell him you're coming down to go play it. Like, yes, jump the queue, play the game. Yeah, that's what Joel awesome. did yesterday, so I'm going to try to move, um, move that same thing. So, I was stoked. It's it's really, really tight, like you said, similar to Doom. Um, really good and easy to play, fast paced still. You can see those Borderlands elements present. Did you just play the, the first one? Great. No. Um, I messed around with it a little bit. Because okay. I played the first one, I probably got 12 hours in, and I was like, I'm so bored. Like, combat yeah, wise, gameplay wise, yes. 
he'd make shooters and you can tell because the guns are all cool and all sorts of stuff but it was like the story god like the, it's just yeah, and maybe the story ends up being crap but yeah, the moment the biggest thing is really exciting you've got two developers crossing over so yeah. you get one help. well avalanche mm. knows their stuff yeah. id knows their stuff and it, it's mostly carried by avalanche because it's the open world yeah i do so pretty much feel like, like hey here's, here's our here's our gunplay package build everything around it I that's why i'm excited yeah, yeah. <laughs> Too easy. I think we've kind of spoken about what we've been playing at PAX. Yeah. I'm, I'm just grabbing, dropping gradual bits through the various episodes I'm doing. So. Tune in. Oh, that's yeah. what I want to go try. Yeah, that's well worth playing. Um, I've done plenty of work on that over the years. You'll, you'll go check it out. I am very keen to get home though and finally jump, finally jump into Red Dead, Red Dead and Paw Patrol. The code came through last night. I love how you got a code. That's the... and you get, yeah, yeah, no, we, I didn't go, we, I, I just to make it even worse, we, right? We got sent one as well, so. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm not streaming it like you are. Oh, I'm going to play with my boy. It's going to be amazing. I mean, he... he's a bit too young. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I don't need to start encouraging that at a month old. <laughs> so that wraps it up. Dylan, where can you be found on the interwebs? What do you do? Spruik your, spruik your wares. Spruik my wares? Spruik. Spruik. Okay. spruik. <laughs> Explosion <laughs> Network. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, ExposureNetwork.com, videos, articles, news, reviews, uh, movies, games, TVs, uh, pop culture, everything. Uh, Lots of podcasts. A bunch of podcasts. Find them all on the website, iTunes, Spotify, all the podcasting services. YouTube.com slash Network for most of our packs, uh, videos, segments we've been putting out and stuff. You've done and, a lot of them already. Yeah, I've mm. done a lot already. And I'm also, we'll do some more today and then I'll probably try and write up some shorter uh, preview stuff for some of the games that didn't want to do like a, a video for. Um, and Explosion Forward on Twitter. Follow us. Ryan, you're up. Uh, yeah, the pop culturist, YouTube, uh, same as Dill, competing PlayStation shows for the players. I don't say It's it's competing in the front, in the front competing. I have to compete because there's a better one. But um, <laughs> I mean, the self-declared number one PlayStation podcast in the ocean. He fucked up because I said it from day one. So then he like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I'm like, fuck, can't beat that. Uh, yes, every Monday, PlayStation Show on the YouTube. We'll have a bunch of stuff going up over this weekend as well. Uh, be sure to follow us on the socials and stuff. We are in there. Much cool things. What do you do? I write for Player 2, and that's about it, apart from this wonderful video. There's heaps of awesome content there, though, so check it out. And I don't know if you spoke of yourselves individually. Where can you be found on Twitter? Uh, at Vibaldil, The fact that you can do that so quickly, so consistently bothers me. <laughs> Uh, at Haggard MC, H E W G A R D M C. And at Nichols Sean, S H A U N. You still at least did that. Paul James P2 for me. The website is player2au. Like, share, subscribe, do all that normal thing. I'm not going to do the normal, the normal rant. Thank you very much for watching. That's a snapshot of Pax Oz. We'll see you later.